Welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Honestly, Hats. Honestly, can we just start with what we had? Okay. Uh, welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Oh, frick, we don't have snack. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I have bread. And pretzels? No? What else is airplane? I thought of, I literally thought about peanuts the other day, and I was like, I'm gonna grab some of them at Target. Shit, we're terrible. We should be fired from our own podcast. For this, okay, we have snacks. <laughs> I'm Avalon Gubernick. I am Connor Kenworthy, co-conspirators. And today's episode, we will be covering the conspiracy of the Denver International Airport. So grab your snacks and your tinfoil <laughs> hats, and join us. After our little intro music. On the other side. Demon. Fucking what is his Lucifer. name? Lucifer. Um, yeah, so a lot has happened in two weeks. Everyone on Earth is dead. We're no. reporting live from a bunker in Southeast Asia. No, yeah. So coronavirus has hit the United States and left Washington and hit every other state. New York, so, bad. California, bad. Um, was school canceled last time I was here? No, not yet. No, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, School it was. was canceled. But like lockdown, everyone's break. leaving. Yeah, I'm moving back to Washington. Don't worry, the podcast will continue. Might not be as good, but it will continue. <laughs> Stop drinking into the microphone. I hate you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, our, uh, you kind of missed the beginning. We literally started the podcast and then we realized we didn't have a snack. But don't worry, folks. We got a snack. I Here's the thing. When we decided we were going to do this, I was going to get the snack, but then I forgot because... It's okay. They're in the same family. So we, since we're doing the Denver airport, we were going to do peanuts and like pretzels. Airplane food. Plain food. But I have almonds. So, yeah. Anything else? The world might end in another week. We have our wall of conspiracy. Ooh, yes. That one's good. We'll we'll post that. Um. So yeah, it's been going good. It's been fun. Should we just get into it? Yeah. So I'm history. So Denver, Colorado Airport. Uh, did you know, Avalon, that this airport is the largest airport in North America? I did. Not <laughs> before I did research, though. Did you know that it was also, it is also the second largest in the world? I did not. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. After research, though. Uh, this airport, the Denver Airport, is the largest employer in Colorado. But I mean, if you think about it, like the second largest airport in the world, all those shops, those duty-free liquor stores. What does that mean? I don't really know what it means, but it's something about taxes. Not oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of crap. I don't know. Did you know that it's located on the western edge of the Great Plains? I did know that. Did you actually? Yes, <laughs> okay. I did. I did research too. <laughs> hey, I'm just pretend. Okay, no, oh, I'm- f- I'll pretend. Okay. Ask me again. Okay. Did you know that it was located on the western edge of the Great What? <laughs> yes. I did not. That is amazing new information. <laughs> That's about all the history I got. So, 
No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, so the Denver airport is pretty central for the United States. Even before it was built, uh, the main airport in Colorado was the Stapleton Airport, and that was already being used as a hub for three to four different air, airlines. Um, and it was so busy that they're like, hey, like let's devise a plan to get a larger airport going. So they got permission. They were granted a first outlay of the airport, of the Denver airport at $60 million, which is $124 million today. And so in 1883, they were working on the airport and they proposed that it would be open by October 29th, 1993. However, there was a lot of design changes and then there were setbacks due to poor planning. And then there were airlines making demands and changing like their regulations. And so they kept like putting that onto the airport. So the opening day of the airport was then pushed back to December. So it was supposed to be in October 1993 and it got pushed back to December 1993. And then it got pushed to March of 1994. And then it got pushed to May 1994. So it literally kept getting pushed. That's sketchy. Um, So some fun stuff was that this airport was super high tech it was supposed to have um like they were dumping money into it they like wanted it to be like the nicest airport they wanted people to go there there was um a new automated baggage system that they put in um that was like they it was put really so ex- much money they put so much money into it uh but that went to crap and yeah they why so why did they think it was gonna work i don't know but okay so they had this new luggage system and they invited all these reporters in and they were like hey come look at this really expensive uh baggage system that we put in and so they invited in all these photographers and reporters and they showed them and it literally shredded all this luggage people like it was like falling off i also saw they were like they were supposed to like catapult the bags onto the plane but they were just like catapulting everywhere everywhere. so i literally picture you know in is it a goofy movie or an extremely goofy movie where he's in the freaking (laughs) the production thing and it goes goes crazy crazy, and he like it goes fast and he just like ends up like destroying that's what i picture this airport like so it was this system they kept trying to use it on and off but it was totally discontinued in 2005 they're like we're done like so because it doesn't work no and then so that ultimately i saw that it put them over like 110 million dollars over budget just that system and like the damages it caused when so i'll get to when they finally opened and all that stuff but i thought it was interesting i read an article it was like a newspaper it was an ad that utah put out because people were talking about the two like places to go skiing i guess or like utah and colorado so utah put out a thing that was like uh if you go to den if you go to denver you could lose your luggage or you could go to utah and like lose yourself like, <laughs> like come to utah like it's better we won't destroy your stuff so I think it was kind of like, because I think Utah was a little nervous that this like huge airport was going in and going to be taking away from its skiers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so February 28th, again, it got pushed almost a whole nother year from that May 1994. So February 28th, 1995, 16 months after its initial schedule to open, the airport finally opened. Yay. The total cost was $4.8 billion. <laughs> And let's, I know it was like, it was the first outlay, but the first outlay, what they were given a $60 million. So way over budget. Yeah. So $4.8 billion is about $8.1 billion today. And so it was almost $2 billion over budget, which is $3.4 million, billion dollars today. Billion. 
We can, can you, save so many people with that money, but instead we make freaking airports. But at the same time, think about how much money that airport has made now. That's true. It probably made it all back. Oh, yeah. Plus some, but still, that's a lot of that's money. That's a lot of freaking money. Anyway, so um, some fun history is that the first Blurst. flight out of Denver was with United Airlines Flight 1062, and that was to, you know where it was to? I don't know. I really don't. You want to guess? Japan. Yeah. No, it was to Kansas City. <laughs> oh, because everyone wants to go there. <laughs> yeah, it's a really popping place. You didn't, you've never been? Mm, uh, I'm okay. I love how Kansas City is not in Kansas, though. It kind of frustrates me. Wait, it's not? No. Where is it? Missouri. Are you serious? I, yeah, it's in Missouri. So I, okay, you have the a capital of Kansas is Topeka. I knew that. <laughs> We're dumb. Yeah. So the first flight into Denver Airport was United Airlines Flight 1474 from Kansas City. No, Colorado <laughs> Springs. Oh, shit. Wow, you suck at guessing. I hate when teachers do that, where they're like, what do you bet? And, and guess, like, and you say it, and they're like, wrong. And you're like, why'd you even ask I'd me? I'd be a really good high you school teacher. You know I don't know the answer. They're like, and what is George Washington's favorite color? Blue? No, you idiot. It was, no one knows. <laughs> and you're like, cool, Great thanks. question. So another interesting fact was they put in a ton of money into good snow removal. They, in 2014, they cleared a snowfall in just 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah, so crazy. And then they're actually looking to expand the Denver airport even more because it hit its capacity threshold in 2008. So they're looking to add up to six additional runways. Holy. So yeah, that's a lot. And so uh, another fact from Wikipedia. Oh yeah, I got all my stuff from Wikipedia. uh, That at its first opening, the airport was serving 32 million people per year. uh, But at the end of kind of everything, they're hoping to be able to serve 110 million people every year. So passenger, not even like people, but like passengers. So like they're employing people to do all of that. Dang. Um, and then I'm really almost done. But so I found some interesting stuff. There was not everyone was super happy about this airport being built. Um, people were like, "Why the freak don't we just expand the Stapleton Air- International Airport?" They're like, "What the crap's going on?" Like, yeah, we have an airport. And then they actually the Stapleton Airport closed just a few hours before the first flight at the Denver International and but then they were just going to sell the property like they didn't keep it open as like another local airport they literally were planning on the article I read they were like hoping to sell it for like amusement parks or suburbs or you know what I mean like use the land so people were like what the crap why are we wasting all this money and building new land when we have an airport that we could just renovate and expand and then there's a guy named Michael J. Boyd he was an airline consultant, and he was from Golden, Colorado, and he was a critic of the airport. But he said, which I found interesting, was somehow we've managed to end up with an airport that has longer runways and a bigger terminal, but that, get this, also have fewer gates. So like for taxiing of planes. Hmm. So like it had more runways, it had more terminals, but fewer gates as the Stapleton Airport, I guess. So that was super weird, meaning less planes at a time so it's literally like they like lost the gates but they just expanded everything so everything's just big gotcha and it talked about the article i read was actually from it was an online um i should have freaking written down what newspaper it was from but it was from a newspaper in 1995 about the 
Denver airport just opened and it was talking about people going in and they saw how like big the terminals was, how spacious mm-hmm. it was and how clean and how, so it's just like, and I think since then they've added more um, gates and more stuff. Yeah. But when they first opened, they were like, why is this a thing? Um. So yeah, that's really all the history I have. Everything kind of was just, uh, there was like people were saying like, it's weird that they like, obviously you're going to get into it. Weird that they're spending <laughs> a ton of money. <laughs> Um, also in that article I read, I literally was going to put it into my history, but literally it mentioned it in one paragraph and it made no sense. And I couldn't figure out how it connected to the rest of the article, but it talked about people hearing like a mysterious, like rumbling or like vibration under the freaking interesting. And people were saying like what I made of it was like, they were blaming it on the baggage system. They're like, oh, it's just mysterious, but like, it's a new thing. We like, but yeah. instead of baffled engineers, and I was literally like, okay, wait, give me more information on that. Oh, and then just like, more. So, but that's like the overall history. And like, did you have any more things that you heard that no, was that's, like, that's basically it. Everything else started to get into like the weird stuff. And then, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, the, all of these conspiracies kind of started because of the inconsistencies in like, finances since they're pumping so much money into things that like ended up not working or were a waste of money and also like there's a lot of money that was spent on the airport that like no one knows what it was used for like there's no record of like where it went so people were probably just embezzling money like maybe we're using it for other things also just like the pushing back of the date time and time again, like raise suspicions too. So like mixture of finances and like postponing the opening date, like raised flags for people. And that's kind of where um, all these conspiracies started. So there's two main conspiracies about the Denver International Airport. And before researching, I had no idea about this at all. Like we, I knew- we heard shady things. I knew there was a conspiracy about the airport, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So yeah. it, it was really fun. Okay, the one thing, I don't know if you're going to get into it, but I've heard was like there was like satanic stuff. Did you get into mm, that stuff? No, there's no. cult-ish things, but, okay, not, maybe that's what it but was. not Satan. Well, we can talk about Lucifer, but we'll get to him later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first conspiracy is that the airport is built on top of a doomsday bunker meant for the U.S. leadership and for the, quote, elite in case of nuclear holocaust or apocalypse or coronavirus exactly so the main conspiracy is that there's tunnels and like bunkers underneath the airport and that's like why it took so long is because they were building these tunnels and kept needing to postpone it and also that a lot of the money was pumped into like making that so this conspiracy started in the 1990s when the airport opened um but became popular popularized recently um because jesse ventura but he's like an ex-wrestler ex-military guy ex-governor like he's done it all but he's in this movie master of disguise and the only line he says is it's an action figure, not a doll. I literally wrote that because... An action figure, not a doll? Yeah, because he gives them like a, a action figure of himself and they're like, thanks for the doll. And he goes, it's an action figure, not a doll. I was like, piss. Anyway. Wow. Not important. Well, he started his own conspiracy theory series and there was an episode. It was talking about the Mayan 
calendar and like the apocalypse of 2012. Wait, have you seen the meme that's like the coronavirus hitting the earth and it's like the dyslexic Mayan that put the apocalypse in 2012? (laughs) (laughs) It's supposed to be 2021. (laughs) So it literally happens in like a year. I haven't seen that, but that makes sense. But yeah, so he was talking about that and how that's where the government was going to hide in case of the 2012 apocalypse was this underground bunker. So also, it's not only for like U.S. leadership, but also for the elite. And the elite can mean many things. Basically, it just means powerful people. But people have taken that as the government, celebrities, and even the Illuminati. Um, I think we've all realized the elite should be grocery store workers <laughs> and doctors. <laughs> True. They, they deserve the a spot in the bunker. Some more support of this theory. Denver is supposedly the safest place to be in case of a nuclear strike or attack. Because it's so Because if someone altitude. were to attack us, it would be, would be in California or New York or like Washington, oh. D.C. So like West Coast or East Coast and Colorado's like central enough where it won't wouldn't have the effect. That actually makes a lot of sense because I literally was like, this is so dumb. I don't believe any of this because why would they build a bunker in the freaking middle? Of, why wouldn't they build it over in like the East Coast? No, it makes sense because it, it would be safe. So that's one support. Um, another thing is they already have a bunker in Colorado. It's called the Cheyenne Mountain Bunker. And it's like 100 miles away from Denver International Airport. And... Um, it's, was built during the Cold War. (laughs) And it was made, it was made to put important organizations in this area in case of emergency or catastrophe. So not only like U.S. government officials, but like disaster, uh, the people that like work with disasters, like if something happens, they like are the first ones to respond. I don't know what that's called. Yeah, sure. So it's like meant for them. And so they're like, well, if they did that, like, why wouldn't they make another one? Another thing, the bunker under the Denver International Airport was built post-Cold War and pre-9-11. So what was it built for? If it wasn't built for the cold, the Soviets and it wasn't built for anti-terrorism, it was built for the Mayan prophecy. I was thinking more along the conspiracy of like, Bush did 9-11, so they knew it was happening. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> we're going to go with the Mayan prophecy because it's not like... But here, here's the other thing. Theorists think that the main purpose is for like to be safe in an apocalypse situation, not like... like or nuclear wait, war, I guess. Is the movie 2012 the one where they all freaking like... They try to get everyone into that bunker? Yes. And like... All they go in like that metal there. thing. Yeah, and isn't there like a giant like tsunami or something? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> so could be real. History. Um, also, fact, there are tunnels under the DIA, um, and their purpose is not explicitly known. Like there's tunnels under there, but no one really talks about it. There's two main tunnels that are 7,000 feet long, and there's a rumor that there's a tunnel that can take people to the Cheyenne Mountain bunker so that they're connected. Oh. So like the Air Force One could land at the Denver International Airport and then they could use the tunnels to get to the Cheyenne Mountain bunker. That's it for the first conspiracy. Any questions? Conspiracy two. The airport. Dos. I know Spanish. <laughs> oh, wow. 
The airport and the art inside are references to the New World Order and act as a warning. So, I will give you a lesson on New World Order, what it means. Okay. New World Order is an umbrella term to describe the network of rich, influential people who manipulate society in order to steer the direction of the world. So people use this word synonymously with Illuminati and Freemasons. So they all think they're one and the same, basically. Um, and like, depending on who you're talking to or who you're talking about, um, the New World Order has different goals. One of those is establishing an atheistic dystopia. So no God. Um, a dystopia? They don't want a utopia? No. Oh, okay. The other one is eradicating all of humanity so that the lizard people can roam the yes. earth uninhibited. Queen lizard is part of this. <laughs> um, also, to rule the world through an authoritarian world government. Um, do you think Beyonce and Jay-Z are... Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's They're part I... of the Illuminati. Oh, I mean, yeah. So they probably are into this new world order stuff. So yeah, people think that their port is kind of like part of this propaganda for the new world order so this therefore could mean the tunnels are also used as a secret meeting place for members of the new world order so like the illuminati us yeah ew no 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 yeah we know there's tunnels everywhere i just freaking kissed the mic (laughs) (laughs) we know there's tunnels underground like that's not a weird like it's fact weird and so like why not um, I like to just think, especially if they're lizards, like they can be free walking around all scaly and naked. Ew. <laughs> no. Also, it could be a research center to test out biological weapons to wipe out humanity because like that's COVID-19. one of their goals. Mm. What if it started in Denver? Just Yikes. In the airport, there's a lot of symbols everywhere, like in art in sculptures and statues and even just on the ground there's like weird symbols and people think that they point to how to join the new world order or how to wipe out an entire race they're like hints well fun but puzzles don't, but do you think <laughs> if that was the case someone would have figured it out by now they don't know how to read lizard well then what's the freaking point <laughs> but like here's the like thing puzzles. if they found it out they would probably go join but even if they did find out and told but everyone, about, a lot like, of people don't believe it. But like, think about like Cicada three three one seven. How it was like zero one zero. Wow! How dare you? What's three three one seven? Is that I, some important number I just gave out? I'm scared. Is that the <laughs> flight like, that you were talking about? I don't know. It's not my social security number, so we're good. <laughs> There's a shady thing. So March nineteen ninety four, the mayor christened a time capsule to be opened in two thousand ninety four. And they placed it in the air, the middle of the airport, and co- like there's a tablet capsule that like you know keeps it in the ground. And carved on this tablet is a square and a compass around the letter G, which is the official symbol of Gregory, the Freemasons. Uh, I was gonna ask about the Masons because they always do weird. Yeah, so it's obviously the Freemason symbol, and under the symbol it says New World Airport Commission contributors. But if you look that up, the New World Airport Commission doesn't exist. So it's literally so like, like, what a, does that mean? It's like a, uh, what's the freaking thing called? A front for the Freemasons. It's like their society. Yeah. So some people think there's a biological weapon trapped inside the capsule. <gasps> so in 2094, everyone's dead. 
I hope I'm dead before Isn't that. Isn't that crazy? I mean, what will I do? I just think it's weird that they picked 2094. Like, why is that year so significant? It's just 100 years after when it was supposed to open. Oh. <laughs> you idiot. Put that together. I was like, it's such a random ass year. Like, no, oh, 2094. Well, what's interesting is it's funny because it's 100 years after when it was supposed to open and not when it did open. So that's interesting to me. Yeah. So. Weird. Biological weapon inside there. A new so, plague. Well, the world will, sur- will survive coronavirus, but then we'll just we'll be just taken die. out in 2094. Okay, let's get to my favorite part of this airport. The art. So, there's weird, weird, weird art in this airport. We're going to talk about Blucifer first. Okay, <laughs> he has the freak is He Blucifer? has less to do with like this new world agenda, but it's kind of creepy. So, there's this giant 32-foot blue mustang statue in front of the airport blue mustang like uh i'll show you like the horse yes he's giant and he has red creepy eyes that glow at night that's actually really terrifying isn't that terrifying that's why people call it blucifer because they think it's like satan and he's blue i told you it's satanic and there's like weird yeah okay yeah that's the first weird thing like it's not really propaganda but it's just scary Okay, the first kind Wait, of... is that just outside? Like, yeah, just like, it's just outside the so airport. So I just want to know who the freak was like, let's put this massive-ass horse, <laughs> make it bright blue, and give it glowing red eyes. Yeah, I don't... Okay, I, don't do I, I want a recent picture of this. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's taken a picture with this horse, please send it, because... Yeah. Okay, so now scared. we're going to talk about one of the murals. It's called Children of the World Dream of Peace. So just to draw a picture of you... Because I'm going to show Connor a picture. Draw, but draw, draw a picture of me? No. <laughs> Shit. You're going to draw... You're <laughs> going to draw a picture for you, listeners, because you will post the picture, but for right now, because I'm going to show Connor it, but I want to describe it. So it's a bunch of multi-ethnic a children. Bunch. <laughs> a bunch a of multi-ethnic children with hammers and anvils trying to bend a bunch of swords, which lay on top of a dead Nazi stormtrooper. Not Star Wars Stormtrooper. That's what they were called, Nazi Stormtroopers. And then on another panel, there's another Nazi in a gas mask. Okay, yeah, it's really weird. There's a literally, so one giant mural is just a giant freaking Nazi holding a gun. Literally takes up the entire thing. And there's just like- he has a sword. He has a sword. But then the second one is literally just, imagine a bunch of people surrounded by a central object. And that central object is swords. Yeah, there's a bent sword. They're like bending it. Or breaking probably the sword that the Nazi was holding and they so they killed the Nazi. So literally they said, Screw you Nazis and they put it on these massive axes. And it murals. says war, violence, hate over here. We're violent what? War, violence, and hate. Oh, so it's symbol I think it's symbolic. Let's I'll tell you, you what wait, the artist wait, wait. says. Wait, no, I'm gonna pretend I'm Lauren right now, okay? Okay. Because I would, I she always amazes me with her freaking knowledge of yeah. Art. So this is a symbolic painting of the Cold War slash World War Two, saying that the United the nations are all united together in stopping war, violence, and hate, which is very like when people think of war, violence, and hate, it's very easy to think of Nazis. So it's a very good symbol to use of that. Dang. You're like <laughs> legit spot on. The artist says the message is to advocate for global peace as a solution to war and violence. 
the Nazi is supposed to represent the violence that we can eradicate with peace because that's what happened in World War II. Boom. So you're... I'm... I, uh, Lauren, I'm coming for you. I'm now so, an art major. Yeah. So, like, when you listen to the artist's explanation, like, it makes sense, but you can't deny that it's, like, a weird... Like, yeah, why I is that in an airport? Especially when it, like, was built after the Cold War. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just weird. Like... You don't go into an airport and expect to see a giant mural of a Nazi, you know. Um, next, is, wait, is that still in the airport? Like, yes, not, these oh are all gosh. still in there. So now the next one. This next one is called "In Peace and Harmony with Nature." I also want to point out the fact that I just said it was after the Cold War, but like the Cold War, I guess I just double checked dates, and it did go into like 1991. So literally, the end of the Cold War. Was- oh, we're dumb. Freaking 1969 was Cold War too. Yeah. No, and that's the thing is the Cold War was like freaking so long. It literally is because it literally is considered from after World War II to 1991. So next painting is called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. And it depicts a bunch of kids and animals from deaf or a bunch of kids from different ethnicities and animals. I almost said animals from different ethnicities. Wait, this, this is a new <laughs> A new one? painting. And they're all rushing together around a glowing book. And the fringes of the mural show crying children, fire, destruction, animals suffering. So this is the main panel. So the main panel is giving me very Last Supper vibes. There's like, (laughs) it literally looks like there's a table. Like, and there's like. It's a book. Yeah, so it's a book. But like, and then it's kind of like kids spread out across. Like the freaking 12 disciples in the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. kind of thing but there's a lot more than 12 um is that what is that freaking is that a white like swan bird that yeah it's a crane i think a crane so yeah it's interesting and then here's the second panel um this one is very <laughs> this one is also very last supper vibes except for there's freaking a demon hiding under the table but the, the eyes are white i know she's dead oh yeah no demon um <laughs> There's oh yeah, three and then the back people. is there's literally look. Does that not look like it's trying to be like an atomic bomb cloud? Yeah, it's like trees are on fire. There's penguins in cages, birds in cages. That turtle's in a net. Oh, that's a dead Save leopard. Freaking turtle. That kid's hugging a squirrel. Harambe. Harambe wasn't a turtle. I, no, I know. I was just oh, but like dead animals, dead kids. Yeah, kind of scary. Like weird. Um, this one's a little what bit harder. What is this harder. one representing? Hey, wait, can okay. you go back up to the first picture? Yes. Um, so this one is representing that there's going to be a turn to the knowledge that we find in history books to save us from our future. Okay. Okay. That's not it. Okay. <laughs> what is it? The artist says it's to promote like a more ecologically friendly mindset. Oh, so hippie. Yeah, because there was, like, the sad animals, so, like, be nice to the animals. But, like, weird, right? Weird, yeah. They're, like, especially that one, the second panel's, like, kind of apocalyptic. Just the background. Yeah, no, it is. Okay, next we're going to talk about the gargoyles. Yes, there are gargoyles in this airport. (laughs) Their name's the Notre Denver. Like Notre Dame, but Notre Dame. Wow, it's so clever. And it's above the baggage claim, and there's two of them. And supposedly, they're there to protect everyone and their luggage and baggage claim, which is, like, kind of ironic because their baggage claim sucks. 
and automatic baggage. We put failed. gargles here to protect your luggage. That's why protecting And it's funny because they're sucks. like in suitcases. But oh they're gosh. like creepy, right? Yeah, what the hell? That's one. And then that's the other one. Ooh, mood. They're just like weird. Like why the hell do we need giant, giant gargoyles? So that's like another creepy thing. The last one. I'm going to show you an aerial view of the runways. And I want you to tell me what it looks like. Is it like. an upside down cross? Oh, holy shit. <laughs> what is it? A swastika. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, no, no, no. Bring, I want to see that picture again. Oh my god. You can gosh. literally look up so many pictures and they all look like that. Because it's not even like a clear one, but you could see it. It's pretty freaking clear. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, I literally had to look at it for 0.5 seconds and was like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, that's... But they have, like, that's weird to me because, like, why? Because there's well, so many. Well, that's, like, supports the theory that it's, the tunnels are, like, a bunker for the New World Order and, like, everything in that report is part of the New World But then why would they have, like, anti-Nazi murals? Maybe it's not anti-Nazi. Maybe it's, like. I was pretty clear anti-Nazi. They literally <laughs> had a giant Nazi with a sword Yeah, but, like, killed. even just having that representation in the first place, like, it's just present. And it like could be a warning. Or, wait, wait, to wait, no wait, 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 wait. Okay, go. <laughs> Here's my conspiracy theory: the murals are symbolizing that the like. So is the Nazi party supposed to be like, like before the New World Order? Like that's no, what they, they were trying have to... New World Order ideals because they want okay. to rule so in an authoritarian this is my conspiracy theory That that mural. I'm changing the meaning. I'm now okay. interpreting now that they are like we are murdering the Nazi ideals. To give birth, those kids are like killing the Nazi, but giving birth to this new world order. So it's like one of those things where it's like the Nazi party walked so that the new world order could run kind of thing. And they built their freaking airport in a freaking swastika design. Yeah. Also, in me playing devil's advocate, maybe the swastika design is just very efficient for runways and because it is a lot of like weird. Yeah, that's that's what they say. Yeah. I mean... But, like, someone had to know it looked like that. Right. It's literally airport. There's airplanes flying yeah. over it. They probably are like, mm. But, yeah, I'm guessing it. But you said they're adding more runways, so maybe it'll change the yeah, they're shape. Like, they're like, uh, we really got to fix this. They're like, we need all these grants and all this money so that it doesn't look like a swastika yeah. anymore. So those are the two main conspiracies. And me, personally, I more believe the first one than the second. Like, yeah, the re- art's weird and like... wait, but I really like my new interpretation of the I do art. too. Wait, can we re-summarize what the two were? Because I remember the art yeah. the first one was what? The first one is that um, the tunnels underground are a doomsday bunker for like the US leadership and the elite in oh. case of nuclear holocaust or apocalypse. And then the second one is that the airport and art inside are references to the New World Order and act as a warning. And also playing into that like... The tunnels could be their underground, like, meeting place or research lab to make biological weapons. And I say, por que no los dos? Exactly. Why? Those literally are the same thing, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, okay, because I think <laughs> that the fact that New World leaders would be considered the most important people, so it is, like, a doomsday thing. Yeah. But for those people that are part of... Like, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z would be in that bunker. Yeah. 
So I just Beyonce think, and Jay Z, please adopt me and take me into the bunker with you. Yeah, there's really cool. It was really interesting to read, and my favorite part is that how the airport has played into it and capitalized on the conspiracies. Oh, I'm sure. Like when they do construction, the signs are like building new tunnels for the Illuminati or like, I'll show you a video after, but they made a promotional video and they made one of the gargoyles an animatronic and it like talks to you. And it's like, welcome to the Illuminati headquarters. And he's like, oh no, I mean the airport. And it's really (laughs) funny. And I'm like, see, that's smart. Like, to not reject the conspiracies, but to like embrace them and use them to make money. But I feel like a lot of places do that. Like when we did Roswell, that's what they've done in that's Roswell. That's like, there's no proof of anything and they still play it up. They're like, yeah, see, I appreciate they? that. I oh, think yeah. that's funny. Well, I think no one, like people like that. Like conspiracy, I think conspiracy theories are a thing because people like entertaining that idea. Yeah. And like, even if there's no proof, you still think it's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, no. I want to go to the Denver airport now. I really do. Like I I feel like there's so much more too that we could maybe eventually do more. I don't know. Yeah, I could have done I listened to Oh, I didn't even give them credit. I got all of my information from the Conspiracy Theories podcast, but I didn't really do any more like online research. But Which, like But they also are really thorough. So, I mean They're very we got, thorough. That those are definitely probably the main ones. Yeah. But I just think it's interesting because I think it's totally possible. If not the Denver airport, there's a bunker somewhere. Oh, yeah. There's probably bunkers. There's bunkers probably everywhere. And we know there's like creepy ass tunnels everywhere in us. Ugh. Such a good movie. So good. People have been talking to lately told me it's not a good movie. And I was like, you obviously aren't smart. (laughs) I feel like you have to be smart to get that movie. I'm being honest. Because if you're not smart, you don't, like, understand. No shit, but, okay, (laughs) let's just move on from that comment. Why? I didn't say any names. Okay, but still. The people that didn't don't listen to this podcast. Fake friends. Fake friends. Oh, so, okay, so I think, honestly, it's a mixture of both conspiracies, and you think it's mostly the first one? I think it's it's mostly. I just think it's a bunker. For who? No idea. We should should do, eventually... That's what I'm saying. Honestly, if anyone knows anyone... Did you know there's an abandoned bunker here in Provo? What the freak? My brother found it and went in there. Ooh, no, 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 no. Yeah. But then I also want to go to Ted Bundy's cave, so... so bad. Also, friends, we have a month left of school, and then we're going to have literally so much more time to research. Yeah, we'll do big ones. Yeah, we've been saving... We've been trying to do fun ones, but then, like... We've been saving some big ones. So, like, if your favorite favorite is, like, we've been saving, like, JFK, Princess Diana, and all those. Uh, yeah, and I'm ones. so excited. Once we're out of school, I could literally dedicate all my time to this. I, I could know. do, like, a week's worth of research on one thing. I know. It'll be so fun. I'm going to go crazy. Um, also, a uh, fun preview is we've been inviting guests onto some shows. We've recorded a couple episodes so we're, I think right now we're leaning towards releasing those on the first Tuesday of every month. Yes, we're so excited. Um, so yeah, that'll be a little fun, something to look forward to. It'll help us count the months as well. We'll be able to count how many guests we've had. Um, so yeah, it'll be super fun. So yeah, this has been fun. 
We'll see how recording goes from isolation. From a long distance recording. And then, um, but if you want to find us, we are always available. <laughs> I live with my phone. <laughs> um, so you can follow us on Instagram, my favorite. I am the Insta Ho. And we are on at Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. Twitter, I've been slacking on Twitter. I need to get back on there and start retweeting some stuff and tweeting some fun stuff. Uh, but please follow us at CSTFHP. We'd love to hear from you. Pictures, experiences with any of these conspiracies that we have covered. Our email is CSTFHpodcast at gmail.com. And was that all of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, I also made us a Facebook page. On oh break. yeah, I forgot. So our Facebook page is Conspiracies, Snacks, and Tinfoil Hats. Yeah, um, give again, us a like. I made that and then everything shit hit the fan and I started <laughs> moving. Life went crazy. It's been a crazy week. And so once I'm all moved home and we'll try to promote that some more. So it'll be fun. Yeah. And if we go missing, let's blame Lucifer. <laughs> Okay, bye. I haven't burped this entire freaking time, and we start podcasting, and I need to burp. So I'm sorry, Tyler. It's like performance anxiety, but with burps. Happens to me when I do drive through. Like, I'll get on a drive through, and then I'll just have to burp. I'll be like, Great. So, <laughs> anyway. Do 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 do. Ba ba ba.